0: ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on
1: QSportsTalk.com.
0: We're
1: on the home stretch of Orange Nation. Jordan Capozzi here for Pauly Sibilia, Stephen Fonte and Mario Sacco, your hosts on Jay Giles Band Day, our Artist of the Day. This one, Freeze Frame topped at number 4 in the United States, reached top 10 in five different countries. I guess Belgium, Big J Giles band,
0: folks. Interesting. Right? Interesting. Banger. Banger. All right, let's uh, go to our guest line and bring on our final guest today, final guest of the week. As usual, our good friend John Ryan joining us here at one thirty on a Friday to give us his best bets heading into the weekend. And then... If you happen to be watching us at qsportsstock.com you see John uh, ready to rock and roll today uh, John always great to have you on and let's jump right in let's start with uh, let's start with Bengals Chiefs and we've seen this line kind of all over the place right it opened as Chiefs were a slight favorite and then there was some concern over Patrick Mahomes at his ankle and then the Bengals were a slight favorite and now it's back to the Chiefs being a slight favorite what do you make what should we make of all this line movement this week from uh, from where things started to where we are now?
2: Well, it, it is a first-time event, as you just noted. We never had a favorite turn-to-dog uh, in the championship round, and now we have it going the other way around. But it's for good reasons. You know, Patrick Mahomes and uh, his injury status is rather uncertain. And, uh, you know, all week long I've been, um, you know, handicapping this game. I wrote an article uh, that if people want to see it, I can uh, just send me a direct message. I'll get it to you. It's about how I handicap quarterbacks, and I can, um, you know, go where that. Quickly, But I I assume any quarterback that is an all-pro quarterback, not a backup, is 100%. And when he goes on the field, that the defensive coordinator is going to have a game plan that is assuming that he's going to be 100%. And I think with the Bengals, they have to assume Mahomes is going to be 100% because Anything short of that uh, is not going to be a good result, in my humble opinion. I do think you'll see them uh, guard against the underneath passes a little bit more than they would. Um, but I think right out of the gate, you'll be able to tell what kind of um, you know, how the ankle is feeling. If he, he's most effective when he can roll out to the sides and create plays. And if we see early on in the first series of downs that he's not able to do that, then it might be an in-game bet on the Bengals. How about on the other side, John, uh, th- that line has pretty much stayed two and a half, uh, on the Eagles side. Um, is there a team you like there on that side? Well, I did hear a rumor that Jordan Capozzi was talking about this and I did hear it backstage by the way, but minus two and a half has been rock solid. And, um, it, it, 68% of the bets that I track are on the Eagles. I'm not concerned about that until it approaches 75%. And the books have adjusted it with the VIG. So there's starting to appear some minus 130s. And I think, you know, um, I believe the circa will go to minus 130 if need be, as opposed to changing it to three. And the reason why I think the number is staying rock solid is that teasers in the playoffs have been just, I mean, you could be the the biggest um you could be not even know what football is and do a teaser in the playoffs and you would have won and they're resisting the 10 they're resisting the fact of the matter is if they go to three then the teaser goes to 10 and that's such a key number in these teasers and that's one of the reasons i also agree with uh, jordan too that the books are very comfortable doing this for that reason and they're willing to take more money on the eagles than the the 49ers I'm not really sure whether they're actually taking a position on the 49ers and doing so intentionally. Um, but it, it's not, the betting flows aren't a big concern to me right now. If you like the Eagles, I, I wouldn't put too much um, diminishing return on uh, making that bet.
0: All right, John. So we know that you always, uh, you know, come at us with uh, analytics and models and and what the numbers are saying. You know, aside from you know the teams going head to head, you look at it from a very uh, numerical standpoint and statistical standpoint. So, what are your models telling you uh, about these two particular games? What should we be looking at?
2: Well, there's a, there's a lot of trends here, um, and I will I will give out one of my uh, my plays. And unfortunately, with my good friend Jordan, there I'm going against him. I like the Eagles quite a bit in this matchup. And uh, there's a, uh, just a ton of angles that support them. Uh, before we get to that game, Kim, I'm going to mention a couple for the Bengals and the Chiefs. Some of these actually overlap onto the Eagles. Uh, so teams that scored in every quarter of their divisional round win are 19 and 21 straight up, 17 and 23 against the spread for 43%. That, fade, that means to fade the Bengals and go with the Chiefs. Road dogs have six or fewer points and averaged more yards per point allowed than the the opponent. They're just 4-12 straight up against the spread and and 10-6 over-under. That tells you to fade the Bengals and the Niners. Home favorites between 2.5 and 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 6.5 points have yielded a 15-6 straight up record, 71%, 13-8, 62%. The over, 14-7, that's 67%, guys. That's on both games, Eagles and the over, Chiefs and the over. The team that had the had a losing against the spread win percentage during the regular season facing an opponent that had a winning against the spread percentage during the regular season. Five and two straight up, six and one against the number, one and six under the total. This tells us to bet the Eagles and the under, Chiefs and under. Um, I have a few more here if you want me to, you know, Dive down a little bit deeper if you want me to. Well,
0: John, I, I've got a question, and, and you and I were going back and forth last night, and I think you know the question that's coming. So you have all these different models and angles and so on and so forth, and, and I'm sure that sometimes they they fly in the face of each other, right? Sometimes they're you know they may turn fly out. Eagles. Well, yeah, fly Eagles, fly. There you go. Yeah. So I mean, sometimes you might have yep. you know five models that say Eagles are going to win and cover the spread, and maybe two say, well, no, it's actually the, the 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 Niners because of this particular model. What do you do in those cases where you're getting? Um, Uh, information that
2: kind of you know goes against each other well at the end of the day these angles that I'm presenting to you actually support what the model is saying so when I do the final report for my clients um, you know like on the Eagles game it will have some of these trends but obviously the ones that support the model what the model does is gives me a high probability that certain events are going to happen uh, certain events meaning that the Eagles will score 27 or more points and gain 150 or more rushing yards. That was the one last week in the in the Giants' win, and they were, I believe, 83% against the spread in those situations where they achieved that or exceeded it. So in, in this week's matchup, I'm looking at the same thing, and it works, you know, converse against the opponent. So when San Francisco, if they allow 150 yards of rushing this week, they're against the spread record is... Just awful, and the Eagles is quite good, especially at home. And this is over, you know, a five-year period, and it's also done over 25 years with the weighting of the results being in the most recent five years. So that that's kind of a high-level overview of how the model works and where the projections come from. John, I'm looking at some of the player props and Joe Burrow over one and a half TD passes, minus 180. Are you getting any value out of? Out of any player props that that you like this week, uh, Miles Sanders anytime TD another one plus one twenty five. I, I think the Burrow one. I, I would almost rather play over two and a half and get plus money. Yeah. I, I don't like the minus one sixty. It makes me it makes me think that I'm um, I'm not doing something right here, and it's because I, sometimes I think I have too many angles in my head. I know for a fact that you would think that the team that had the most field goals made in a championship game would lose the game because red zone scoring wasn't touchdowns it's a, it's almost the opposite uh, so it, it could easily be field goals by the bengals and burrows gets one scoring touchdown uh, with his arm and you lose the bet but the bengals win the game i mean that would feel pretty awful But um, I do like Jalen Hurts, over 10.5 rushes in this game, plus 110 at BetMGM. And these are ones that I've already done. Uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson to have an interception. Now, this is pizza money bet. You know, we're not talking a lot of money here. But this one is plus 585 at BetRivers. Travis Kelsey, score a touchdown. I like this one quite a bit. I can't, in a million years, understand why it's only minus 105. I mean, it seems pretty obvious that with Mahomes, his arm um, and the ankle that he's going to have to throw to Kelsey probably even more on average than they did during the regular season if he can't throw the deep ball who else is he going to go to and I, you know i do think you'll see the bengal's probably double team kelsey in the beginning of the game but who's going to? Uh, two guys can't even stop travis kelsey so i like him for a touchdown and then on the bengal's side jamar chase scores a touchdown also minus 105 at draftkings
1: John, I got a question for it because I was surprised when I saw these odds. I wanted to give you a victory lap early in the season. Very early. <coughs> you said, you know where this is going. You said, take Jalen Hurts as the NFL MVP at great value because the Eagles would have team success. And a lot of people were saying that Hurts going out, how the team performed helped his case. Are you surprised to see Patrick Mahomes as a minus 750 and a MVP favorite with Hurts behind Burrow and Allen?
2: I, I am, and I, I think it's a shame that when you have an injury that takes you out of a couple weeks, like it, what happened to Jalen Hurts, that it basically eliminates you from the MVP race. I, I still am old school. I look at MVP almost like the uh, the Heisman Trophy used to be, that you know, it really did go to the best player uh, for that team and also the you know the Heisman also involves community work in the beginning NFL MVP obviously doesn't involve that but I think the most valuable player is Jalen Hurst because where would they be without him would they be we wouldn't even be talking about him uh, this week the Eagles that is especially playing at home is the number one seed he's the sole reason why they're there and uh, he's had a great supporting cast i'm not going to doubt that that offensive line is by far the best of the final four and i think you'll see that on sunday as well um but yeah i, w- I was i was disappointed with that i thought you know i looked pretty smart there the first half of the year when they were eight no um and that was looking good but you know that's how the markets work and uh, you know at the same time why is why is mahomes That much of a favorite for the regular season, yet Jalen Hurts just went to the favorite for the Super Bowl MVP. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah,
1: I don't get it. This is a lesson for everybody. Just because the bet doesn't hit doesn't mean it was the wrong bet. I I think Hurts was the great play at that value, and I think he should win it personally. That's how the cookie crumbles. That's why it's only pizza money.
2: Why I'm not crying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. Uh, we are out of time. Uh, great stuff as always. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at John Ryan Sports One. You can also check out his work at the uh, Predictive Playbook.com. John, thanks so much for coming on. We do appreciate it. Good luck this week, and uh, we'll talk to you again
2: next week. Thanks for having me, as always, and have a good weekend yourselves. All
0: right. Uh, there he is, John Ryan. Again, he's on the, the Eagles and Chiefs going into this weekend and gave us a few best bets. But, yes, it, Jordan was making fun of me. I, I took some notes. Before we get out,
1: too, uh, Jim Coventry, uh, frequent on John Ryan's morning shows at uh, Saturdays. You can get him on Twitter. Um, he's for Roto-Wire, SiriusXM. He put out what he called the NFL prop of the year. Patrick Mahomes under 284 and a half passing yards. He says he cannot see why it is that high. So I just want to shout that out too, because Jim Coventry was good. He was on the three one five yesterday, so check that out and check out the three one five coming up in about fifteen minutes.
0: Did he have a good time?
1: I bet he did, but he wasn't in the three. Can you have a good time on, on the three one five? Yeah, I think he can. I think he can. His prepositions.
0: Maybe. All right, we'll uh, hit our final timeout. We'll wrap up the show. Wrap up the week right after this on ESPN Radio.